How are you doing? And welcome to episode 30. 30. 30 of Geshcast Gaming Podcast coming to you from the palatial surroundings of Phil's new flat. What up? Welcome in. Thank you for downloading the show. Phil, personal interaction. Mm-hmm. You've got Xylee Cyrus. I don't know where Xylee is. She's still packed in a box somewhere, I think. Cool. We've left some hills. Um... <laughs> So the I've move went left off. Left behind. Oh, you better not. Oh, God. Uh, so the move went smoothly? The move went really, really well. It was all quite strange. A mm-hmm. couple of days. We had a moving company in. It's the first time I've ever used a moving company. Yeah. And uh, Wasn't the Chuckle Brothers? Or? It was the equivalent of the Chuckle Brothers. It was the Falkirk equivalent of the Chuckle Brothers. Yeah. If you imagine... The Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> if you imagine entrusting two, like, Falkirkian hobbits right. to your belongings. Uh-huh. It's amazing watching them work, though. The, the wee bald guy... And our guy, well, we go tea, right. came in, and one of them had one of those kind of weightlifting belts around his waist. Nice, nice. And came in and just totally dismantled and cleared the place <laughs> in like half an hour. Huge couches and stuff like that. Just like, ah, this is great, bro. Doesn't even have any legs, bro. Into <laughs> <laughs> the new place. And the new place has a lift because we're up. Yep, we're up elevated. Yeah, on the like the fourth floor. Exactly. You can see for miles from here. You really Look can. over there. It's uh, the Bay of Glasgow. <laughs> And so they were dead happy about the fact there was an elevator. Yep. Even though they managed to argue with about 50% of the people that lived in the building. You could just hear them in the hallway yeah. just telling people to fuck off. Because <laughs> <laughs> my neighbour's shop. I mean, that's it. I mean, if you, you do that day in, day out, yeah. you're just going to get ballsy. That's his work. He doesn't care. But they were phenomenal. I don't yeah. know what they were called, where they were from, but they were great. It was uh, Frodo and uh, Pippin. <laughs> anyway, here we are yep. in the new recording studio. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The temporary, this is going to be, you know, a, a temporary effort at best, hopefully, for the next big move. Yep. Uh, yeah, and we're hopefully going to be less ambient noise. Yeah, I think it's going to be, I think the sound quality is going to make a, take a, a big jump. I think people are going to be able to hear us touching our clothes a lot yep. more. a lot more. Uh, touching tapping each other. on things, touching yep. each other. Yeah, so that's basically what's taken over my last couple of weeks. Ooh. <laughs> what about you? Personal interaction minute, go. Been drawing a good bit more. Uh-huh. Been doing a lot more artwork. Uh, doing a uh, cover for a friend's own kind of fanzine thing. Nice. Been doing a cover for the poster for my band's gig that we're doing in July. Excellent. Tell us more about that's this it. gig. Uh, Bastards of Science, my old band, reforming to support Arnocore. Arnocore, who were recently on tour with WWE legend Mick Foley. Indeed, indeed. Um... So that's going to be in Glasgow, mm-hmm. uh, the ABC, uh, O2, mm-hmm. ABC, uh, on, I think it's what, July the 8th. Fantastic. So plenty of time for us to knock you over the head with this till you're sick of hearing about it. Oh, brilliant. I cannot wait. I can't wait it's to hear about this every month. When was the last time you guys played together? Uh, three years ago. Three years ago, and you feel like you're up for the... Not at all. No? No. <laughs> no. One of uh, my friends is making me do it. I can't wait to see you back up on stage, though. It is a sight to behold. It really is, isn't it? It's, it's, <laughs> don't get nervous about it. I'm not. You know, I'm not nervous about it. I just can't even. You get fucked. nervous about nothing. That's what I respect most about you. I know. I know. I'm like a solid as a rock. You are. Are you going to sing that? Look at this. Solid. <laughs> solid as a rock. <laughs> With that kind of voice, uh, definitely. Taster. A taster session. So again, that's the ABC O2 in Glasgow. Yep. What's it even called? I don't know. O2 ABC Two. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really matter because. Uh, and if you live in Glasgow, then you know what I'm talking about. And yeah. if you don't, you're not going to go. True enough. So it doesn't really matter. Let's discuss Arnocore for a couple of seconds. How did yeah. you. Arnocore are kind of. You couldn't strictly refer to them as a parody band, but in no. many ways they are. Yeah, they're from San Francisco, yet they base all the songs on 
it's Arnold Schwarzenegger films, yeah. which they refer to as Austrian folklore, <laughs> and they pretend to be, they talk in Austrian army accents. Yes, and all their songs are basically based on Predator, True Last Lies, Action Hero, Last Action Hero, and they're all really good, fast-paced, funny, and well, well, that's it. The music is great. Yeah, well-made yeah. punk and mm-hmm. metal. Uh, yeah, so they can, they're funny, but they back it up as well, which I really like Absolutely. about them. And they're all top quality sound guys. We've supported them twice now, uh-huh. and each time's just been better than the last. Fantastic, man! I'm, I'm look, really looking forward to this. Genuinely, um, I cannot wait. I'm, I think I say I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I do. I'm looking forward to playing mm-hmm. and seeing them again. So Absolutely, uh, that should be fun. Come along and meet us. Come and, and see Gav on stage. We'll be doing a signing beforehand. <laughs> Can you imagine it? She stop it halfway through and do a live podcast. Oh, she do a live podcast and signing. Can we? Can Geshcast support? Yeah, of course. Why not? We, uh, I think we may need a support slot. So uh, fantastic. Are we? Are we quick live podcast? <laughs> podcast. We were just like. Fuck off! <laughs> what have you been playing? <laughs> oh, can you just picture it now? You guys don't even make it on stage. Arnold Core leave. <laughs> <laughs> what if people are really into it though? Yeah. This is the thing though. Taking a risk mm. and just really extending the quality of our lives by taking these risks. Is that how it works? Yep, absolutely. I guess. And every week now we go to the ABC and do a live podcast. Say nothing, do nothing, be, be nothing. nothing. Exactly. Wise words. Wise words by W. Flanagan. <laughs> anyway, mm. let's get this out of the way, Phil. Yes. Put down that drink. I'm putting it down. It's time Quietly. to talk about computer games. Before we get there. What? It's Geshcast 30. We have to do the, we have to do the numbers. <laughs> nearly got away with it. We have to do the number facts. I'm very close to getting away with it, folks. Some of them are extremely religious this week. Because it was sitting on the ground. You'd think 30 was a really interesting, yeah. powerful number. We're both going to be 30 this year. We'll kick off an obvious one. Mm-hmm. It's the atomic number of zinc. Okay, Yeah. get that written yeah. down, folks. Judas Iscariot betrayed Jesus for exactly 30 pieces of silver. <laughs> Snake. In 30 AD, Judas Iscariot, disciple of Jesus, reportedly committed suicide shortly after the death of his teacher, the Lord Jesus Christ. Our Lord and Saviour. So he betrayed Jesus for 30 coins, mm-hmm. 30 silver, pieces of silver, and then he died on 30 AD. Ooh. That's a coincidence, isn't it? That's a God incidence is what that is, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> Almost makes you think it was maybe... Made up. <laughs> uh, yes, that's it. That's my number of facts. Cool. I don't really like what you were implying, but <laughs> I'll defend to your to the end your right to say it. Phew. <laughs> well, they were relatively painless. Yeah, they're just short. I know how much I hate the number of facts. I'm trying to make them succinct. I don't say I hate. I think powerful. I, I, I like them that they're, when they're succinct. Right. Not like last time. Like the first time you did it when you're like thirty. They're like twenty-seven is the number of um, copper. <laughs> The number of the beast. Number of the beast. Is. Cool. Well, that's that's all well and good, Phil. That's all well and good. But what about computer games? Brilliant. You want to kick off with some new releases? I'd love to. Can you dig it? Suck up. Hiya. New releases then. New releases. How about we kick off some new releases? I've got a list of the ones that kind of caught my eye. Okay. There's not a lot for April, but we'll hit off. Yeah, sure. First one is Connect Star Wars. Mm, yes. Out on April 1st. We both had Xboxes and Kinects at one point. Yes. Don't anymore. No. So that kind of rules this one out for us. Yeah. But I think it will sell. Pretty, obviously it's going to sell. Yeah, I think it's, it may be out of desperation on people's parts more than anything else. The fact that it's Star Wars uh-huh. doesn't hurt, but a game yeah. on Kinect. The first time you do a kind of uh, push with your hands, mm-hmm. and it does a force push, yep. that's going to be great. That'll and be the sell for The people. lightning, yep. fingers, that'll be good. But I don't imagine that's going to support a whole game. Yeah, when you're pod racing and 
or you're flying one of those crazy manta ray things mm-hmm. in episode one, I don't think it's going to work very well. And I don't know if you, if we ever had a real, really good Star Wars game, like a really good game. <sighs> a really good Star Wars game. Um, the the Tie Fighter games, the Rebel Alliance, what were they called? Oh, Rebel um, Squad. Rebel Squadron, Red Rogue Squadron. Squadron, Rogue Squadron. Yeah, on uh, the GameCube games, yeah, they I mean, were I they were Rogue great. Squadron Three. Yeah, particular quite liked, uh-huh. but um, uh, it's diff- it's weird that such a big license doesn't get that it, quality. The of- Star Wars universe is going off topic slightly mm, here, but yeah. Star Wars universe is full of just missed opportunities. Everybody beefs on about the movies and whatever. Yeah, but if you just think about the universe that they created, the backstory, mm. all these different characters. Yeah, and. They have some of my output: movies, films, comic books, books, yeah, uh, animated series, everything, yeah. games, whatever. And it kind of things get lost mm. in the mix of all that. But now and again, you will find a little gem, like yeah. uh, blinking tag books that came out right, comic okay. books a while back, right. and it was just this kind of comedic tale of two stormtroopers, uh, just in the background yeah. of all the main movie storylines. Cool. Uh, just kind of bumbling about and causing second reactions that had these massive repercussions that right. weren't maybe explained in the movies. Okay. Uh, now and again, they'll do absolute gems, but it's just lost in the slew of shit. Mm. Uh, but the Connect game, have you seen the special edition Xbox that's coming out? No. Oh, the one that looks like R2D2? Yes. Yes. Yes, and a gold uh, Connect. Yeah. That's pretty pimp. That's pretty cool. Like, I, I, it's not, again, something that would make me go and buy it again. No, because I think um, it's weird. It's like this seems to be the first game I've seen for it in a while. Yes, not well, it isn't you know dancing or you know something daft. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's trying to be a full title. Yeah, uh, what's there's a fable game on the way. Yeah, fable journey, fable journey, which is yeah. all connect based and things like that. So they are starting to eke these things out, but at the same time they're starting to reel in and concentrate on the next console. Yeah, so like they're winding up and winding down at the yeah, same time. So. It's kind of difficult trying to build that brand mm-hmm. whilst limiting what you're, yeah, no, the exactly. good stuff that you're pumping out for it. It's odd. I Am Alive comes out in PS3, PSN. Yep. You interested in getting that? And in a way, it's, I've seen how many uh, mixed reviews it's been getting. People, Some people saying it's really bad, some people saying they really like elements of it. Mm. Uh, I quite like the idea of it being this survival game which actually involves survival. Yes. You know, yeah. having no real bullets in your gun and having to fake, you know, I'm going to shoot you, ah, yeah. no bullets, you know, and have a standoff with folk sounds quite cool and having to limit your resources and, yeah, it sounds like fun. Survival games have managed to go under different kind of, like, wolves in sheep's clothing. Mm. Gav, if, well, you'll, if you'll take my analogy. Because the Resident Evil games stopped being survival horror games a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, and even then, I mean, you think survival horror, it's more like, you know, survival as in you just keep living. Yes. But there's no real survival elements to it. Yeah. You know, like, but in this, it's, there seems to be, you know, like... Yeah, it's you have to, it's you're to striving to survive yeah. rather than attempting to make it through a slew of baddies. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I think this is interesting, something a bit different again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I'm up for that. I think I'll up get that. Up for that, good stuff. Uh, the only other big one for April's Prototype 2, which is in the mm. 22nd, which is the big game of the month, I'd say. Yeah, a bit odd, Prototype 2 being your big game of the month, isn't it? Well, it got it sold well last time round. It came out at the same time as the first Infamous game. Yeah, that was the big... And it was the two the, superhero games that came out at the one time. The division, you can't have, you can't like both. Mm-hmm. You have to pick one. Uh, I did pick Infamous over yeah. Prototype. I did play through Prototype 1, mm. but I found it to be too muddy coloured and just... It was too angsty Aye. for me. Uh, 
despite it playing like uh, the Hulk games on the PS2, yeah, which I loved, mm-hmm. but that had a bit of colourful darkness to it, you yeah. know, thing going on. But yeah, prototype lacked that. So hopefully this one. Yeah, have you seen the trailer that came out for it most recently? It was like eleven most recent one. Now. Eleven reasons to buy uh, prototype two. Right. And they were just these kind of daft super moves that you must be able to do in the game. Cool. And a lot of them were just really ridiculous ways to take down giant helicopters. Much better than the last time around yeah. when you tried to take down helicopters. Uh, there was one, though, where uh, I can't remember what the... It's like number four, Man Jelly or something like that yeah. came up. And your your character jumps on top of one of the enemies. Just starts punching his chest okay. until he just minces them. It's just arms <laughs> and legs lying. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was some really brutal parts to the first game, yes. special moves and yes. stuff. That was really the big kicker for it, how gory this game was. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you could take on people's appearances and morph into them and there yeah. was always this big flurry of gore as you did so. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it'll be a fun game and if it plays like the Hulk games with a bit more fun. I think, yeah, this is the perfect example of taking a good idea and making yeah, the sequel, sequel yeah. what it could be in the first time round. A lot more time, a lot more money, things like that. Yeah. That is, that's the new releases for yeah, this month. That's yeah. it. But it's been on the ground. But it's slow. Yeah, but hey. 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 There's always pre-owned games to it's play always while you can. Whoa. Oh, we'll talk about that later. Uh, so why don't we destroy some news? Why don't you do it? Okay. Why okay. don't we hit up some news? Give me your news. You want me to start? Yeah, hit us off with a quick one. I'll give you a quick one. I got the new iPad. Well, that's true, you did. I got an iPad the other day. You crazy son of a bitch. Upgraded. You did, you really did. Upgraded. Uh, <laughs> you really did. <laughs> Have you seen it yet? Yes, I, the last time oh, I was here, I had a, a little play around with it. Um, obviously, most of the hubbub is based around this big retina screen. Yes, that, that lovely screen. IPad and it is beautiful. Yep. So far, the main things that I wanted to get a new iPad for were because uh, I do a lot of reading on it. Mm-hmm. I read a lot of comics on it. And oh, yeah, on, let's let's establish that. Yeah, it's comics. Ah, it's not, <laughs> in fact, I downloaded the Dustin Diamond Saved by the Bell. Oh, did you get it behind yeah. the bell. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read that while I'm away on holiday. Great. Uh, that's the other great thing about the iPad. No bugger and see what you're reading. Mm. <laughs> you yeah. could be reading books about Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Uh, so the screen is absolutely gorgeous for yep. anything. It just makes reading on it an absolute joy. Because before on the old iPad, I'd have to I couldn't read a full page of a comic full screen yeah without yeah. it being just hard in the eyes mm-hmm. and things like that just too grainy to actually see this you can reduce it's it down really tiny sp- and it's just crisp as anything that's cool gorgeous mate legitimate comics it's a lot faster than the last one yep uh, uh, there's a complete lag of any kind of when you're typing away on it or yeah, opening a, and closing no programs kind of and that's, quite, that's all gone I am very tempted I think well, it's a given now for me in July, my birthday. Mm-hmm. I'll get some cash and I'll end up getting one. Absolutely. It's well worth it, man. The screen is so good that I can now... that can now, The worry about not being able to do artwork and painting stuff on it... Yeah. ...is gone. I yeah. can easily do it on that. I've ordered a new stylus. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. It's all, it's all heating up. It really is. You're just, it's all you're heating going up. Places, I'm man. still amazed because the the, I had the first generation iPad. Yeah. iPad. Which is still great, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Still a canny bit of kit. That's still but nice. just being able to open and close the cover on the new one and it switching on by itself. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Whoa, space age. It really is. It's right. When you think about it, mm. it's very simple how they do it. Yeah. But it's really cool at the same time. It's, just works. Yeah, just, just works. Just works. Uh, I can't think of anything that I've played on it in this reality, but Dude. possibly in another reality I'll be able to discuss that. Yeah. yeah. Well, you hate <laughs> 
So that that's basically that. So okay. you know, new iPad, all good. Uh, next bit of news is uh, they announced the fact that there's going to be an Adventure Time game for the 3DS. Yeah, I, that's odd for the <laughs> DS as well, not the 3DS. No, it's it's for the 3DS because like Pendleton Ward, I think, was saying something about it, how it's going to be. Like there's talk of the 3DS, uh, everyone that was the rumor, mm. and they cl- they said no, it's going to be DS, not 3DS. Oh, yeah, how exciting! That was just uh, that was just recent. Are you sure? Because we picture it as a 3DS that he's drawn there. That's I'm not going to put mm. past them because mm. you know 3DS much bigger fucking yeah base. Straight off the bat, a lot way, more people to sell to. They're going to work on either one, whatever they do. Yeah, but uh, yeah, really cool. I'll, I'm a big fan of Adventure Time. Mm-hmm. Be very interested to see what they do with a with a DS slash 3DS game. Yeah, I mean, just in terms of you know the whole touch controls and things mm-hmm. like that. I think I trust them to have yeah. some genuine input. Yeah, I would imagine it's something that'll have some innovation. Out. Like very few games have gone for that, utilizing both screens at the same time. Yeah, you know, there's like some of the Mario and Luigi games have done it, and I'm sure one of the Donkey Kong style games did it. But yeah, very few occasions do you ever see it used the other screen used for anything other than a, an item screen. Yeah, or, uh, you know something relatively dull. So it'd be quite cool if something they do come up with something creative, a little bit different. Yeah. It's the the studio that's doing its way forward technologies, mm. who did uh, the Aliens Infestation game. Yep, which I've not played, but I really want to give it a shot. Yes, they did uh, Contra Four as well, and uh, the Silent Hill game that's coming out in the Vita. Nice. So a bit of pedigree there. I mm-hmm. love the Alien Infestation game. Yeah, I'm I'll still um, playing a, a DS game in my 3DS. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, uh, do you want to hit us up with something? Yeah, sure. Well, um, next thing? well, not so much news, but something that I checked out, which was, I think, maybe the last episode of the podcast, we mentioned uh, Johann Sebastian Joust. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the name just intrigued me that much. I didn't, haven't heard of it before, so went and checked it out. Have you seen it? Any of it? I've watched the video for it, yeah. It looks phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll read the concept from their website. I'll just run through it quickly. Um, Johann Sebastian Joust is a no-graphics, digitally-enabled folk game for up to two to seven players. Designed for motion controls such as the PlayStation Move. And the goal is to be the last player remaining. It's They play bass music mm-hmm. in slow motion. And in slow motion, you can't move your controller too yeah, much. Yeah, you have to keep it completely as still, as possible. still as possible. Yeah. But then when the, the music speeds up, the window of being able to move it is a lot bigger. So you can jump at the other person and try and wiggle their controller. Yeah. So it's an actual physical game that uh-huh. you're playing. It's not you know just... On a screen, that's your the video that's on the, lunging at people. The internet is just out in the street. Yeah, it just works out and about, looking like where is it developed? It's like Denmark. Uh, it's Finland Denmark. Or um, yeah, I'm sure I've got it down here. I'm sure that's they're from uh, Denmark. Yeah, but you just see these people gathered in a circle, and mm. then the two people playing each other slowly kind of encircling. Ah, it's it's as like they a, go round, but it's really slow, and then the music picks up, and they'll just dive at each other and try to knock it out. Dramatic. That's a, uh, <laughs> it. Looks like a right laugh. I'd like to give it a shot. I think mm. um, there was an Xbox. Game. I don't know if it was ever released on the arcade or anything, but it was kind of similar in terms of it was a party game that involved physical interaction, where it was things like you'd all have a controller, or there'd be one controller, and you'd set it six feet away, mm-hmm. and the instruction would come up on the screen, you know, first person to press the red button wins, and he's all just like pushing each other. Like, <laughs> there was all these videos of guys just like, you know, <laughs> pushing each other over and pulling, or like um, stop player one from pushing yeah. the A button five times. <laughs> You know, and it sounded really like a, a little homoerotic, you know. Ooh. But at the same time, you know, I'm up for that. I'm, I'm, I'm exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so Johann Sebastian, just I'd like to give it a shot. I don't know how I would go about doing that, yeah. but no, I've got no idea. 
got absolutely no idea. The website wasn't exactly forthcoming. Yeah, with information of how you would recreate it. But I guess that's the point. They must be trying to figure out a way yeah. to monetize it. It seems to be one of those kind of games that you, you know, I think thing that you see that they do with Connect. Mm. You know, well, that's really cool, but there's no way I'd ever be able to do that. Yeah, you know, we can't recreate that. That's just something cool that someone's done with that technology. Yes. But yeah, I like it. But again, it's good to see somebody doing something with the PlayStation. Uh, exactly. Because uh, oh, and saying that actually, did you see the thing about the new Spider-Man game for the new movie? No. It's apparently move enabled. All oh, right. Wow. So it's I, I I can't remember. I don't have the thing in front of me. I think they were saying it's the first third-party game to use to use it, or a first third-party action game yeah. or something to use it. Uh, I can't imagine what it's going to be for, but even the prospect of kind of web slinging with it and things yeah. like that, even if it's just flicking the wrists. Well, because really the web slinging in that new game does look like they've got it again. Ah, uh, yeah, it looks like it's that Spider-Man Two. Yes, sort of being able to swing free roaming around, mm-hmm. which I really like. I think, um, but it's weird. Do you think that for a third-party developer to take the plunge and go, we're going to develop this with Move in mind? Yeah, I think that's a bit odd because you think, well, who, what, what's the benefit? Yeah, what's the payoff? I don't know. Is anybody going to buy it because of that? If it's just a matter of maybe Sony pushed them, oh. obviously Sony distributed going the movie as well. Going to somebody going to maybe just throw this in at the mm. back end? Possibly. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. But, yes. Yes. Yes, the move. Johann Sebastian Joust. Buy we're, it. We're interested. <laughs> we are intrigued. Uh, what else you got? Uh, the only other thing I wanted to talk about quickly was in the 3DS news, I spot passed with President of Nintendo, uh, Satoru Iwata, today. <laughs> That's very lucky. Where was yeah. he? In, um, in Glasgow. I say he was in the uh, G-Force, <laughs> complaining about the price of their Wii's. <laughs> but yeah, um, because of the one year anniversary uh, that they're mm. celebrating right now, if you go on through spot pass, you can get Iwata and he's got gold pants. Yeah. And nice. he's an instantly a level 5 when you go take him through the Street nice. Pass quest. So if you need a level 5, an extra big character, mm. go on and get that and you'll get him straight away. But yeah, it's quite a cool wee feature. It doesn't, it's not like it's a gesture on their part. It's just a nice wee daft thing. Yeah, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. And, you know, daft things used to be integral to games. Yeah. Finding daft Easter eggs. Yeah, there you go. It's something that's kind of getting left behind. There's a water. Hello. Hiya. Great. <laughs> but you know, that, that way, it would have been nicer if they went, Okay, well, here's a classic game for two pounds rather than yes. four fifty or something. <laughs> How do you think the outlook for the three DS is now? It's been a year. Um, stronger than it was a couple of months ago. Now that we've got things like Mario Kart Seven, uh, Snake Eater, uh, Resident Evil, Kid Icarus Now, mm-hmm. uh, a few things on the way. So it's stronger than it was, but it's still weeks and weeks stretches in between me playing it. Yeah, like I've not, I've got it in my pocket now. Or it's over there, in fact. But that's the first time it's been charged in weeks. I plugged mine in for the first time since I moved uh, yesterday. Yeah. Just I found it in a box when I was trying to get the online room, uh, console out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, there's still a lot of work to them, but it's just odd seeing the online reaction to it being a year older because there's a lot of praise for it now. A lot mm. of people are just going, no, this is it. It's great now. It's fine. It's established. And you're right. It's mm. still not there. No. I mean, last night, I was playing Mario Kart 7. Mm-hmm. Uh, got it off friend of the show, Blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gave us a loan of it. And I was lying in bed with the thing on my chest playing the game. Mm-hmm. And I hit the first time in a year, I think I've hit the perfect sweet spot for the 3D. <laughs> and it was non-intrusive. I played it for about an hour with the 3D turned on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is it. This is great. Like It, it got to the point where you didn't realise it was there. And it was just a part of the whole 
yeah. overall experience. So you weren't annoyed by it. It wasn't hurting my eyes. It wasn't doing anything like that. It was just perfect. I thought that's the only way I'm going to play this game from now on. In bed. <laughs> In bed with this on my chest. Yep, exactly. My bare chest. On my big dids. <laughs> um, I, I don't. Do I regret buying the 3DS? There's been plenty of times I've wanted to trade it You were it almost in. going to trade it in the other week. I was very close to. Um, uh-huh. But again, looking at what's coming out in the future, there should, there's a Paper Mario yeah. in development. Uh, there's some sort of Elite Beat Agent style game coming. Uh, there's a game called Rhythm Thief that's coming mm-hmm. out pretty soon that I want to play as well. Uh, yeah, so there's games there. Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah, that'd be quite cool. Uh... Um just try to think of anything else, but no, no, it's not. It's still not. Like I'm not certainly not interested in buying Mario Kart Seven. I'm not interested in. There's a new Super Mario Brothers Wii style game coming out on it. Right. But I yes. Don't know yes. How bothered I really am with that. <laughs> I've done that already. Yeah, but I've played that already. I wasn't even a huge fan of it on the Wii after a couple of games. So they've started. Uh... Not necessarily Nintendo. Nintendo seems to still be keeping really quiet about details about the Wii U. Still hasn't been any actual gameplay footage of anything yet. Mm. It's it's difficult because the Wii U is again in development, so it's hard to talk about it without just speculating. Yes, but from what I've seen, I mean, it's just. Do you want to play Assassin's Creed Revelations? Because you can play that on Wii U. Yeah, you, you, you can play. Yeah. You can play Dark Siders two on it. They need to be quick off the bat with this thing. If it's just going to be the same level, if we're going to get something huge off either Sony or Xbox in the next couple of years, yep. the Wii U is just going to get... Well, it, in saying that, it won't get left behind because thousands upon millions of mums and dads will go out and buy yep. it for their kids because it's going to be a lot cheaper than the other ones. But at the same time, I don't think they're ever going to reclaim that. Well, so can they afford another... They're never going to be a next-gen console anymore. Yeah, so can they afford to have another generation where they are playing catch-up constantly mm-hmm. and can never really compete? And they're always going to have that window where it sells like anything mm-hmm. and then it just stops dead. Yep, no, that's it. And, and then it might be because everyone on the planet owns one, mm. but it just stops dead. And the moment it stops, developers stop thinking about it as yep. well. And... No, I know. It's a scary thought that Nintendo's next console will not be a success. Because it will... I mean, people will buy it. Yeah. It will be a success, it'll be fine, but it's just, it's not for us anymore. No. Sad, no more sad to say. But then again, I think that's the way it's gone with the Xbox almost for me now. Even with the Xbox, I don't think necessarily it's something, even the franchises that they have and the style that they're going for, mm-hmm. if they continue that with the next console, yes. I don't know how interested I'll be in it. I guess yeah. time will tell, again, yeah. pure speculation. but Pure speculation. Some of the stuff that has come out, however, for the... The Wii U has been from developers that have kits in yeah. action, and one of them was Ubisoft, and it was not for Assassin's Creed Revelations, for Assassin's Creed 3. Assassin's Creed Trez. Which we've been talking about the last couple of mm-hmm. months. Uh, does look incredible does from look what great. I've seen so far. I'm genuinely excited about mm-hmm. an Assassin's Creed game again. I liked the last one. A lot of people the didn't. Revelations. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I can't wait for an R1 and the whole refresh of the set and mm-hmm. whatever. However, they've started talking about how the uh, the secondary controller is going to start working with Assassin's Creed 3. And, uh, lay it on me, stud. Lay it on me. There's not actually that much here. Uh, it's just... Who else came out with another thing as well? I think it was Wasn't it something about, Ar- about Arkham City as well? I'm sure they were talking about the integration of that. But again, 
from everything I've read, it's mostly things like maps and inventory. Yeah, no, there was a couple. I'm trying to remember what this other one was from earlier, uh, where they're starting to say, you know, we're going to do a lot of things very differently. I think they all like that idea of the sweeping shurikens from the, the trailer right, yeah. that we did see. Yeah. I think it's going to be a lot of stuff like that. The idea of having a giant DS in front of you is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, again, it's one of these things that when the DS first came out and the Wii first came out, before they came out even, they had uh, lots of things. You go, oh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for games to use that. But then nothing... You know, no one really did push those, no. push that technology. It always ended up with the bottom screen was just for your inventory, mm-hmm. and on the Wii, uh, it wasn't nearly as sensitive as people, yes, thought it was going to be. Yes, so sort of you're not like you were lied to on so many fronts, but it did, none of them lived up to their potential crea- is, creatively. Yes, that is so. Nintendo through and through for the last couple of years is here's the potential that we've dreamed up. Yep. No bugger ever touches it or no. goes anywhere near it ever again. Again, and not again to beat that dead horse of peripherals. But they have never supported a peripheral. No. Ever. No. I, I can envisage a lot of slide puzzles. Mm, I think like 90% of games are going to be involving a slide puzzle of yeah. some nature or joining the dots. My least favourite thing in the world is a slide puzzle. Yeah? I hate them. <laughs> Understandable. Understandable. Uh... Well, apart from um, moving mirrors to shine light on things in games. Yeah, oh, or moving statues as well. Some of the stuff they did say about it uh, would be the Wii U can provide weapon selection options. No big surprise there. Yeah. Uh, you can switch between dual wielding and single weapon combat with a one-touch process. What? And the screen will be used as an alternative view for eagle vision. So I'm guessing you'll hold ah, it up. you hold it up. And... See, that's cool. That's why we could do with a nightmare game based on <laughs> the 90s uh, TV show. Yeah. Holding up the shield as if you're looking at it. Remember when Treyguard gave that to him? Remember when Pickle found that? I we're going to watch out and see what happens with the Wii U either yeah. way. But I still cannot envision myself buying it next uh, round. I don't know. I, at least we know of of everybody. We know the Wii that Nintendo are going to be putting out the Wii U mm. for E3 this year. Yeah. Hopefully the Eurogamer thing when we're down there. So Give we're at least going to get a go of it. Hopefully. Which I'm excited about doing. Considering how buck wild bullshit crazy I went for the Wii before it came out. Yeah. That was... I got my hand burned on that one. Mm-hmm. I got a little bit burned on the Wii. Oh, I'll not do it again. I had two weeks of headaches yeah. in the preparation for the Wii coming out. I was like, what am I going to do? How, what, what if I don't I get it? Do? As, as, I'm not going to go into the story, but you know uh-huh. the lengths I went to to get, <laughs> lying, to get the Wii. Lying to, lying to a, a, a independent merchant. But, um, yeah, I think this time I'm a lot more wary. Yeah. And you say I didn't buy the 3DS on launch either because mm-hmm. of the same same things that happened on the launch for the DS. There was no games. Um, ended up getting it anyway a couple of months later, and there's still no games. Aye, still nothing. Uh, the other rumours that have started kind of eking out about uh, Microsoft and Sony, mm-hmm. uh, there was one that was on a Reddit forum, which obviously has to be taken with a large grain of salt, yes. but apparently comes from some reliable source. MS Nerd or something like mm-hmm. he's called on it. And he discussed about oh, how... the nerd? Yeah. The nerd. He was saying there was going to be two different versions of the next Xbox. Right. There'd be one that would primarily come out that was a rather stripped-back version, mm-hmm. which would lead to a more beefed-up, superior version for the more hardcore... Oh, the core gamer? everyone, the core gamer. Uh, so that, that happened, and then, like, three days later, all this shit started coming out about the next PlayStation. Yeah. Have you read about this? The insanity this? of the, the... It's just caused so much... I mean, obviously these things are in development, yeah. whatever. 
I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they were rounding off the development on these consoles. Yeah, they'll be waiting to sign them off in the next year or so. Yeah, so the very fact that they're saying things like that, well, well you go through the rumours of the new uh, the new PlayStation. And the rumours of the new PlayStation are thus mm-hmm. uh, a name. Yes. Which is Orbis. Mm. The PlayStation Orbis. Okay. It's obviously going to be a, de- a developmental name. Dolphin. Yep. I mean, I don't whatever. think that they're going to call the new PlayStation the PlayStation 4. No. I think PlayStation 4 is too much. Yes. Uh, so they'll need to call it PlayStation something. Yes. Uh, There's a massive stretch on the Kotaku site that I, uh, that I got a story from. And it's like, uh, Orbis, say it out loud. It sounds a little bit like the word four. No. No, <laughs> no it doesn't. No, no it doesn't. <laughs> um, yeah, Orbis. From the Latin means circle or ring. Oh, you know what that means, don't you? Three sixty. Oh God. Oh yeah. God. Oh God. Uh, Does that mean that Sony has bought Microsoft? Yes. Yeah. Cool. That's obviously cool. what Brilliant. this means. Okay. There are things that it said that came out. Rumor. Nothing more than that. Scheduled for a uh, holiday 2013 release. Okay. That would make sense. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Would make sense. Will not be backward compatible with PS3 games. Yeah. Precisely. I've got a PS3. There's a lot of hubbub about this straight off the bat. People justifying it, saying, oh, well, when the PS3 came out, it was backwards compatible with PS2 for a while, yeah. but then they soon stripped that back. Stop making stuff backwards compatible. Yeah, they shouldn't have done it in the first place. See, the moment that new one comes out, mm. the old one's redundant. Yep, oh, well, this is the thing. If you've got, if you want to play the PS3 games, mm-hmm. get a fucking PS3. Yeah. At the end of the day... It'll be about 50 quid at that point. Uh, wait, wait, there should be no obligation for... I mean, it never happened before. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like you never got the SNES and went, oh, for God's sake. Damn it. You know, you just made do because, you know, if you wanted to play your old NES games, you kept your NES. <laughs> One of the biggest things that came out of it uh, is uh, it'll lock new games onto your PSN account. What? To be used as against uh, evil. pre-owned games. Evil. To be used for evil, basically. Oh, no, Stop evil. Stopping the pre-owned market again. Good. Internet exposed. <laughs> I know, I know. You and I, you know... Seem to be on the wrong wavelength for everybody else. I don't as a self entitled motherfucker. And don't get me wrong because I, I'm sort of having my cake and eat it when it comes to the trade in market. I buy pretty much exclusively new games yeah. when they come when a new release comes out, I'll buy it. Uh-huh. Um and but I will trade in my old games and use that credit to buy the new games. Yeah. With so I'm doing this kind of circle. If people want to buy pre owned games, that's fine by me. Mm-hmm. But they shouldn't get the dick in a twist when they can't get they don't get the full experience. Yes, I they need to buy a play pass or whatever. Yeah, get online. That's that's fine by me. That they're charging for that extra bit because mm-hmm. they're not getting seen any money from that. Yeah, that's fine by me. But the things like pre-owned games, I don't really mind so much. See if it just comes to if it if even if it makes the game, I, I know it won't make the games cheaper. They will never drop the price in games. No. It'll be forty quid odd forever. <laughs> you know, but um, I'd be I wouldn't care. I think it's. If it, I've always said when it comes to people, you know, complaining about stuff like piracy on the internet or whatever, it's up to the person putting out the product mm-hmm. to change how they monetize things. Yes, absolutely. It's their responsibility. It's, their resp- it's not mine. Mm-hmm. It's not anybody's. You shouldn't download a movie. Understandable, yeah. but it's there. Mm-hmm. It's easy. Everybody to do. does it. It's far too easy to do. Yeah. If you can stop that happening, then. Great, then, good then on you. You've exactly. done it. You've cracked the fucking code. And the mo- more to the point, and it may be a controversial idea here, but you're talking about pre-owned games. Mm-hmm. Just quit it, you mad Jake. <laughs> Buying pre-owned games. <laughs> they, 
the other end of the deal has to be though mm. if they crack this completely mm. and they make it safe it might actually because if the Xbox just turn around and say we're not going to do anything yeah. like that at all it might kill the Playstation yeah I mean, dead. That's, that's it I mean if People are so into their pre-owned games, and that's a huge industry. And people yeah, do rely absolutely. on on pre-owned games. Uh, it's a very kind of snobbish elitist stance to say what I just said. I'm only joking, mm-hmm. but um, you know, some people do rely on waiting for games to drop in price and getting them cheaper yeah, pre-owned. Us included. Yeah, I mean that's it. I mean I, I bought so many pre-owned games, and most of them were before this whole yeah. play pass. You know, buying extra things thing kicked off. Now I'm more inclined just to buy the game. Yeah. Stops any problems. Stops yeah, absolutely. Stops going to buy things. Uh-huh. Or you wait for a price drop and then pick it up. Or you wait for a price drop. Uh, but the other end of the deal has to be, if they do crack it and it's all good, they have to make sure that their output is better. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, again, if you're going to charge people 40 quid for every game, stop putting out shite games. That's, or making coming out with games that aren't living up to whatever the length of them are. Yes. Again, we'll talk about it a bit later, I'm sure, but like, a game like Journey, two hours, mm-hmm. but it is an amazing two hours. Yeah, so I don't mind. Absolutely. But if you maybe it's a Call of Duty game that has a five-hour-long campaign that is mediocre. Yeah, just don't pretend. Yeah, just yeah. give us give us the multiplayer and charge twenty quid. Yep, absolutely. Well, that's absolutely. the thing. One of the things I do like about online, though, again, multiplayer is usually separate. Some in some cases a separate thing, like the Homefront. Yeah, it's just a separate multiplayer. If you want to just play the multiplayer, there is. There's your option. Uh, the other things that came out for it would be the new games would be available to buy either on Blu-ray or just downloaded mm-hmm. so it would be same day releases for titles great uh, and there's some specs about you know processors and yeah, the things that like that. mean absolutely nothing to me yeah um, um, so I mean we're getting there we're getting to that point where these things are starting to become more and more viable and more information yep. will start flooding it's out it's a big run up towards something big yeah at least but I think this generation especially be ready for something like copy protection because they've yeah. been burnt too many times. The market is massive now. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much supporting or did support in the UK yeah. most of the brick and mortar stores that mm-hmm. are out there. Well, that's it. I mean, you think that's going to be the death knell essentially for that kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, it's going to be how many places, If you, especially if you can download, that takes a big chunk out of the mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to be able to buy pre-owned games anymore. Yeah. Now nah, they're going to be out in their arse, I think. Right, well, she got man? Hit me. Cool, well I'm just going to talk about this for a minute, right? Max Payne, the game that nobody cares about. <laughs> nobody gave a shit about the first one or the second one. Uh-huh. Maximilian Payne. Yeah, Maximilian Payne. Right, it's got one of these conceits that they never quite dropped, which was bullet time. Yes. Bullet time. <laughs> no, look, bullet time was big once. I know. We were all amazed at bullets rippling through the air. Yep, and going in slow-mo. It's like a John Woo <laughs> film, and it's fantastic. So... It's going to be Max Payne 3. Mm-hmm. Max Payne 3 is coming out. It looks a bit like John McClane with a beard. Cool. It's all gritty. Whatever. I'm not going to bother my ass with it. But multiplayer. Multiplayer includes this bullet time slow motion. Excellent. How's it going to work? I how, hear you ask. How will it work? Tell me, please. Well, let me tell you. Get this right. When you're playing it, when you see another player and you're going to do a dodge move, uh-huh. you can then initiate this bullet time. If you're looking at the person... If they're on your screen, then you both enter slow-mo, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If they are also seeing someone else in their peripheral vision, that, that person's person. going... So it's a big chain of things. So if you're suddenly going to slow-mo, and you're like, fuck, 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 you have to get out of somebody's line of sight. 
Right. So that's right. the gimmick. You know, you get to get out this person's line of sight and break the chain. Mm. Quite a cool idea. Interesting. So, you know, some people are running about full speed. Yeah. Uh... Some people run around in slow motion, not able to do anything. And as some... soon as you see somebody else, is it just if you lock eyes with them? No, you, 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 so you can wander into a room they could, and they just could, be like, what the hell's going on yeah, here? They could have their back to you. Uh-huh. And, yeah, and that's it. But they would just go into slow motion. Uh-huh. You would have this, you know, you'd be aiming at them. Right, right. Uh, I think if you are targeting someone, you get an extra rapid fire or something. Nice. But yeah, it's a really cool idea, so I'm quite interested in seeing how that works. Something different in multiplayer. Yeah, no, we're always welcome to a different multiplayer component in FPS over here in Gesh Cowers. Exactly. Gesh Cowers. Oh, that's you all <laughs> over, isn't it? <laughs> raven is a raven. Uh, right, the last thing I wanted to bring up from the news... Where Wait on me, bruh. It is amazing. I was going to go into the whole thing about game. Are we interested in that? We're not particularly yeah. resistant. Okay. Resist- Game's on its way out. A sit-in in one of the Irish stores, because apparently some of the English stores are getting uh, paid off games like a big chain in the yeah. UK uh, that's going out of administration at the moment mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And uh, so all the, the English stores, people are getting redundancy packages and paid off. Yeah. And then the Irish stores are just like, meh. Yeah. So it's just sell died. It's a sitting. So yeah, basically there's been people sitting in the stores and refusing to leave wow. until they get some kind of redundancy package. They got to get paid. Right. I've lost my bit of paper. With the exciting news of the Microsoft gaming helmet. The daft gaming helmet. That's apparently been in the works. Oh, where is it? This is frustrating. I had a big picture on one of the... I wanted to show you the picture. There we go. There we go. Look at that. Holy shit. There's a set of 3D glasses and then there's a kind of speed racer style helmet with a set of glasses attached to it. Uh, Since 2010, Microsoft's been working on a gaming display system so small that you wouldn't need to be sitting in an entertainment unit or even held in your hands. You could wear it. As a pair of glasses. Wow. Or as part of an amazing helmet. <laughs> yes. I think, why would you wear it, why would you have the helmet component? I like the helmet component more than I like the glasses component. <laughs> the glasses, because it's the same with 3D TV. I wear glasses anyway. Yeah. I'm not going to wear a second pair of glasses to mm-hmm. sit and play a game. But does the helmet not just incorporate the glasses? I know, but the helmet makes you feel like you're entering Cerebro. Right. To okay. play games. I think it would make you look a bit more like a Megadoc. I think it would make you look like one of those poor unfortunate souls that have to wear a helmet for medical reasons. That also makes me think a wee bit about that. Yeah. Aye. Which is, it's no offence to them, because God love them, Mm -hmm. but that's not a look I'm going to aim for in life generally. I've tried my bit. I don't even wear flat caps or, you know, peaked caps, because it makes me look a little bit on that side. I think it makes, you have to be a very specific kind of person to wear that without looking like that. Yeah. Only the luckiest of people can do that. Big walker. Big Sean Paul Walker. Ah, he can carry it off. That's it. Soon to be Mr. Whitehead. <laughs> but um, So that was it. Basically, the, the gaming helmet took my eye because it looked a bit like a Speed Racer helmet. Yeah, it's an odd choice. and It's one of these things that you wonder who it's really marketed at. Let's just say Microsoft right here and now. Leave that one. Aye, just strike that off the list and develop um, something that I like. <laughs> Dancing about in front of Connect with a helmet on. But when, aye, no screen. <laughs> No screen on, no telly on. <laughs> just in a silent room. No, that's... Uh, My wife walks in, she's just like, that's it. I need to speak. I, I hear to two to noises, you. and one of them's the wedding ring, the other one's the engagement ring, getting <laughs> off the side of the helmet, and she just leaves. The, the third door- noise is the door closing. Is the door closing. <laughs> Ridiculous. I don't know. But hey, that's, it's maybe not aimed at... Maybe it's aimed at the, the lonely. <laughs> Possibly. Look, why don't we hit up something that 
we had to hold off on last time. Okay. Because it was too exciting. It was too exciting. Let's come back with that. Right. Captive audience, Gav. You've got me. Hit me with your best shout. Oh, we've been playing games. (laughs) Together. Okay. (laughs) It's so lyrical. I know. It's because I'm going to play playing a gig that I mentioned. (laughs) So, I decided after we spoke about Journey Mm -hmm. uh, last time, obviously you didn't want to hear... Too much about it, which is understandable. I didn't want to spoil the experience for you. Like I said last time, I wasn't stepping on your deck. No. You know. Easy to do. Yeah. Carry on. (laughs) Hit me. So I didn't really want to spoil that too much for you. It's an experience that you... In fact, I would still say maybe you haven't got the fullness out of it yet. Because when you played it, you were offline. Yeah, well, let's bring it up to speed. You initially played it. Yeah. Uh, We brought it up in the last podcast. Yes. But because it was such a kind of... I don't know, a game that involves so many different types of impetus that, impetus isn't the right word, input, uh, that I wanted to be completely fresh when I started playing it. Yeah, I hadn't played it at that point. I have played it now. Mm-hmm. I've only played it in the offline version because until yep. yesterday I didn't have the internet in indeed, flat. Indeed. That's where we are. Okay, so before we even get started on that, on mm. what I thought about it, I've already had my piece almost. What did you think of it? Right, I, as we said, played it through on the one player. It took me about... I'd say about an hour and a half, maybe an hour and 40 minutes to get through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm glad that we did hold off on discussing it. Yeah. Because I was rejecting looking at anything on the internet as well because I didn't want anything to be ruined. Of course, yeah. Uh, and it did succeed in being a game that delivered a range of emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that seemed to be the true purpose of the game. Mm-hmm. Bits of it, the, the actual gameplay mechanics that were involved in it... Mm. Like uh, finding the hidden objects and stuff like that, yeah. were a little bit samey. They do. For, it feels for it all a little bit safe. Yeah, for all that they, it does in terms of pushing the, the emotional side and the yes. uh, the music so great and everything. It's it can a departure from what you've seen before. Yes, and then the gameplay elements are very familiar. Yes, you know, the, and that, that again, that may have been exactly what they wanted. It was mm-hmm. about everything else that was happening around you. Yeah, and. Uh, that was extremely good, mm-hmm. extremely successful. Like the music, yep. uh, stirring up these different oh, yeah. stages as you make your journey mm-hmm. uh, was really good, mm-hmm. was really impressive. Uh, I will play it again. Mm-hmm. I'm still not sure where I am with it, though. It's it's difficult. to. Th- I think really the main meat of it will come for you when you play online with someone yeah. or a few people. And uh, you see the kind of thing... I might even leave it until you do. Yeah. We might come back to this even. <laughs> because, I mean, what will do... I'll, this you, is a journey. Oh, this, this is a fucking canter. <laughs> I mean, I pretty much bought my PS3 for two reasons, and that was Flower mm-hmm. and The Last Guardian. Right. And it even now remains to be seen whether we'll see The Last Guardian. <laughs> but Journey is such a, like a worthy addition to that game company's library. Yeah. That I mean, I got Flow because it was really cheap there. And it is, for all intents and purposes, feeding frenzy. Where right. you're just eating small fish and becoming slightly bigger each time, so until you can eat bigger fish. Yeah, it's the it's just that game, but it's done in such a way. Again, it's a familiar concept done with beautiful music and visuals, and it evokes an emotion from you. Right, it gets something out of you. Yeah, uh, even though it's a lot much a much much simpler game. Uh, but yeah, I mean, as I've, I've even written because I've written all my notes down. The idea was I was going to. Just do this on my own, yeah, <laughs> and do a very quick podcast, or maybe a you know a half hour podcast where I just spoke mm-hmm. about what I felt about it. And I think you still should. I think I might. Yeah, I might because 
again, and it sounds the most wanky thing ever, right? Uh-huh. But Journey is, in my opinion, a game about experiencing something heartfelt with someone you don't know. Right. And that would be essentially what I'd be doing uh-huh. by doing this on my own and putting it out there for That's beautiful. these fuds uh-huh. to listen to. <laughs> so, in a way, you know, it's sort of a, it's coming full circle. No. Yeah, I get it. I don't want to get too wanky about it, but I think I might just do it anyway. Uh, I think there was something to be said. Did you play it through by yourself at any time, conversely? Mm, I played the, I finished it. No, sorry, I haven't, I haven't actually finished the game on my own. I've always had someone with me. I think in the same way that I understand what you'll get from playing it with somebody else, mm. there's also something to be said with playing it by yourself. Yeah. Because it made it a very solitary thing. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sure it would. I think I would have to, I, well, I'd have to just make sure I'm not connected mm-hmm. when I try it. That's actually an interesting point. I might try that. Mm-hmm. Just giving it a shot through. Are we going to come back to Journey again? Journey we'll come, part three? I think we'll come back on the next show. We'll come back. We'll try everything. Everything. We'll, we'll come done. back to it. And... But that's testament to the game in itself mm-hmm. and the fact that it is so short, it is so compact, yeah. and yet it can be viewed from a bunch of different angles. Yeah, I mean, there's a part, I mean, I went back to play it through the second time and I found there was just sort of a, a warp zone, if you will, which led me to complete the whole thing in about 40 minutes. Right. And I was like, fucking hell, that's quick. Mm. But being able to sit down, start to finish, complete a game, and it still took me through that whole big gamut of emotions again yeah. in 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Most TV shows can't do that. Most albums can't do that for me that game company are interesting yeah they're they an are interesting bunch f- fast becoming if not already my favourite developer It'll, anything they put out now I'll yeah. buy blindly first day don't care even if I think I don't like the look of that I'll buy it because yeah. they are they're making essentially what I consider to be masterpieces every time yeah so no, good it's, on them it's, it's an interesting hell's bells an interesting little thing <laughs> uh, no, I mean it does just make you think. It's it's weird. Um, something so simple and yet pretty deep. Well, I mean the thing, the sort of call and response that you have with the other person, person when you're playing it, there's, there are points where your whole ability to charge each other's powers up, mm-hmm. as you will powers, I guess you're just charging each other's energy, uh, becomes moot, and the only reason to press circle lets you out this little sort of a bing yeah, from yeah. you, and it's this call and response, and you're trudging through this, and it's battering you from left, right and centre with the wind and you're like, that's it, we're, we're fucked now you know, our journey is over, we have failed in our mission Yeah. and you're just kind of going, bing, still, just to show with the other guy ah, it's alright mate, we're still here we're going to do it, don't worry about it, we're pushing through and the other guy's like, bing, cool <laughs> I get it, and you're like, there's no reason to do that yeah. other than it'd be like, I'm still here Yeah. and that's really cool where, where else do you get that? <gasps> Man, that's it's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's such an odd experience uh, yes, I will I will, I will play it then. Cool. Player, you'll play, I will single play player. it single player. We'll come back to this. Nice. We'll come back to this. What else have you been playing besides that? Well, Bill, mm-hmm. to talk about Money for All Drop again, I've been playing uh, Tintin Secret of the Unicorn. Excellent. I just want to touch Who on Who did a you few get that things. from? One of my mates. <laughs> uh, one of my best friends. Good. What did you think of it? I really, really liked it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think ugh, it's difficult because it's about 15 quid now. Yeah, I think that's the perfect price to get it at. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great wee game. It's just full of. Uh, it's got some of the problems you'd expect from a licensed movie title, and that there's some shoddy animations and at times, a few wee glitches here and there, but for the most part, really, really good, really strong. Uh, a lot of different varied gameplay types. I mean, you've got like third-person adventure and 2D platform and side scrolling, 
motorbike riding plane sections, sword fighting, sword fighting, Aye. repelling underwater sections where you've got one of those little sort of underwater one man sub things, one man yeah. subs. And all, all they're not all brilliant, but they all work well. Yeah, and the game looks really good at points, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. nice and crisp. I would have preferred it though if they had went in a different direction in terms of the visuals and maybe went for the whole Hergé look. That would have been cool. And I know it's a... It's that a, would have been cool as a secondary option. Yeah, do you want to switch? Yeah. Like Monkey Island? Yeah. But um, even though I know it's an, a tie into the film, uh, it would look a lot better than them trying to emulate these million dollar animation techniques with the comparatively lower end PlayStation yes. 3 because it does look a bit shoddy in the cutscene sometimes uh-huh. and there's a very big lack of emotion in the characters' faces when they're talking. It's just these glassy-eyed stares they're given. And, you know, it just, but I'd really like to see someone else take a stab at this kind of game. Like, I'd love an Uncharted game where it was just this mix of yeah. 2D platform. It could be like a PSN release. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, a 2D platformer based on Uncharted with, you know, all these underwater and yeah. know, all these different Adventure. sections. There's a really good bit in Tintin, though, that I really liked where it's near the start, you're getting chased by a car through these, um, yeah. an English mansion, uh-huh. and at one point the camera jumps to inside the car, uh-huh. it's chasing you from the driver's perspective almost, and you're like, oh fuck, fuck, run, 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 and really, really cool. It's quite well directed, yeah. There's, there's a lot more ingenuity and creativity going into that whole game mm-hmm. than there is in a lot of other titles I've played Absolutely. in this year. So. I was well impressed with Tintin getting it, it was good as well because I played the game before I saw the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think when I talked about this, we kind of went through that we're both big fans yes. of the series. Uh, so when I saw the movie, I was quite happy to see that the game follows a very different version of events uh-huh. or a different direction yeah. in the same version of events. Uh, so it was good to have two different takes yeah, on the, same, the story. same the same beats of the story without yeah. necessarily copying it bit for bit. Didn't ruin the movie at all. And the movie's fantastic. Yeah, the movie is really good. I've not got it on Blu-ray yet, but because I can't seem to get it anywhere at the moment. Other than ordering it online. See, when you walk into a shop now, I think, and they're showing off big, proper, nice TVs mm. on Blu-rays, Tintin's the movie they're going to do it with now, yeah. because that movie looks amazing. It does look great. Um, I remember in the cinema just being blown away by the... I mean, obviously, it's like the, sort of the alien noir style. Yeah. You know, when you see something that the animation is so good, yeah. fluid and lifelike, without being creepy. Yeah. They managed to pick, pick that off really well. The Uncanny Valley. Yeah, everything just works in that film. That's, uh, yeah, that's a great movie. Well, it's because of Spielberg, man. Hey. Hey there. Hey. It's because of Joe Cornish. Hey. <laughs> um, I was going to get Kid Icarus Uprising. Oh, yeah, yeah, that came out when? Last week? Last week. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find it anywhere. I'm determined. Yeah. Next show, I'll I'll do it. Yeah. Can't, sold out everywhere. Sold out everywhere. It's because of the stand. Everybody wants to be stand. Is Absolutely. the stand a charger? Kid Icarus. Uh, <laughs> you screwed up. <laughs> I know because I've had a half a beer um, it comes to a wee daft stand that's just because you, you need to move you, your inclination will be to move that game about mm. and if it's going to be in 3D you need to keep it static yeah. I think that's all the stands there for folks were saying that the control setup is very similar to Metroid Prime Hunters on the DS right? and that did cause a lot of oh, people's horrible. cramp and stuff so that's yeah. the, it's the same setup Ugh. so uh, maybe a stand uh, makes it easier to grip underneath I don't know I don't know. Interesting. But, mm-hmm. yeah. um, another thing was Vanquish. Vanquish? You've gone back to Vanquish? I went back to Vanquish. I traded it in. In fact, I got a loan of it off you, in fact, mm-hmm. what I did. Uh, and then I picked it up in game for two ninety eight. Perfect. Two ninety eight. Bargain. Of Vanquish the is a good game. Century. 
Vanquish is a great game. Fantastic third-person action title. We spoke about it in the show before, but loads of really inventive, surreal moments. Yeah, giant robots, chain-smoking, yeah. anti-hero in a robotic cyber suit. And um, just really satisfying gunplay and melee combat. Just one of these unappreciated gems of the last couple of years that yeah. not a lot of people have played. Yeah, I'd be interested in seeing a Vanquish sequel. Mm-hmm. Vanquish 2. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'd call it. The Streets. The Streets. Yeah. So, well... You know what, Phil? Enough about me. Mm. Can you tell me about a game that you've been playing? Let's get on to the main event here. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have I been playing? I've been offline, like I said. No internet for a good long while. Like an idiot. Uh, like, oh God, it's like living in... A... Living in Josie Darby's house. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Josie Darby facts. Uh, so I've just been playing the, the, the same games I've been playing. Final Fantasy takes a long time to finish, so I'm still yeah. chugging my way through that. Mass Effect 3, I'm playing a fair amount of. I think I'm almost at the end there. I've managed okay. to get to the end without seeing any spoilers. Don't you dare tell me the end of that game, mate. I won't, because it's rubbish. You care less. Aye. So, I uh, started Shadows of the Damned. Yes, you did. I watched you play the start of that last week. It looks fairly ridiculous. There's a lot of Bayonetta in there. There's a lot of Shadow Man for the N64 in there. That's an odd game. Yeah, it is an odd game. It's not how I envisioned it. I envisioned it a lot more of a running gun action game but mm-hmm. it seems a bit more like a Resident Evil 5 sort of control scheme it has it seems to have a lot of elements of you enter the room kill everybody in that room mm-hmm. leave the room yeah which I'm not a huge fan of no no uh, but it's it's got so much it's got a lot of character a lot of daftness to it a lot of daftness which I like so a lot of gore cool. as gore. well what else have we been playing uh, I think that's it yeah nothing really exciting to report Really oh God's sake! Try to do a podcast here. Try house, clear up the house a little bit. Yeah, play some games. Cool, cool. Uh, so why don't we head over to a parallel universe in which you and I live on a wall, defending the populace from undead heathens of the north? Nah, not come on. Okay. <laughs> Come to the wall. Oh, the earth is brown and green. <laughs> the trees <laughs> are luscious. So, oh, yeah. Game of Phones is the penultimate in podcast within podcasts about iOS and Android portable gaming apps. The penultimate? <laughs> yeah. Not the ultimate? No, we're behind one person. Okay, right, cool. <laughs> um, well, what we'll do then, first of all, yeah. on the well. On the well. I received a message. Yeah, from outside, <laughs> from another character uh, elsewhere. Who you may have heard of, uh, uh, who's provided us before with with content. I'm gonna mix it up a wee bit and play his one first. Why don't we? The Winterfell Space Program only accept the best, the brightest, the most dedicated. So I'm hitting the textbooks in the best way I know how, playing a game on my phone. That game is Rovio Mobile's latest bid for domination, Angry Birds Space which sees the raging squawkers take their brand of warfare to the inky heavens. Angry Birds is the Facebook of games. Your grand plays Angry Birds, and you play Angry Birds. It's big tent stuff. And this latest one should be something that we can all come together on. It should be called Angry Birds colon Wild Stallions. Now that the new people have joined the party, we can gather at this point and move on together, arm in arm. Each stage in Angry Birds space begins much like the previous games. The camera focuses on the pigs and then pulls out to reveal your birds. Only this time, 
They're often on a separate tiny moon, and the pigs are arranged around the full 360 degrees of a nearby planet. Taking its lead from Mario Galaxy and indie mobile game They Must Be Fed, Angry Birds Space moves everything onto a completely curved landscape. The same well-worn aiming mechanics are in play, but instead of your bird flying on an arc onto flat ground, you use the curvature of the planets to slingshot them around obstacles at your intended target. All items which can bend the path of your birds are surrounded by a glowing circle, and the dotted line which describes your aim bends in it too. The mechanic feels a lot like putting in Tiger Woods, as you adjust your aim according to the curved landscape. Layered on top of this key change is new stuff including an ice bird which freezes everything it touches, level designs which take real advantage of the new gravity mechanic, and the appearance of recognisable retro game themed bonus levels. This is an Angry Birds experience that gamers old and new should both find entertaining. Don't get me wrong, Angry Birds Space isn't a deep game, but it might have just enough to interest you if you've shunned it before. The new gravity mechanic demands a real bit of skill and accuracy with the controls, which is far more rewarding than previous entries in the series and it might just hook you in. The game is out now on Google Play for 63 pence, and is also available as an ad-supported free version, which merely asks for your eternal soul. You can get it on iOS as well. Just fire up your phone and enter AOL keyword birds, or uh, something. I, I, I don't know how Macs work. Wow, wow, gobsmacked. Thanks very much again to Jerry. That was an absolute scarimer of a review. <laughs> He's a good man, isn't he? He is a great guy, and we're maybe going to invite him up to the up to the wall. All right, for a wee quick pint. A wee quick pint of mead. That'll be good. Well, why don't we hit up some of the uh, the iOS games that we've been playing? Then yes, there's a bumper one this, this week. This is a bumper game. Why have we been playing so many games? Um, I think it's the lack of big games on the consoles. Yeah, and. You know, there's been a lot, there's been a few decent games coming out. There has indeed. Decent. Why you hit us off with your first one? First one. Un. Un. It's called Ziggurat. 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 It was 69p. Like the Mayan temple. Like the Mayan temple. Mm. Ziggurat's a funny one because it's been getting dead high scores everywhere. I've noticed that people have been sending me the scores on parchment. And uh, <laughs> the appeal of it, I think, is yet to hit me. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe I'm not just not good enough to see what happens later in the game. But it's essentially it's a score attack game where you are the last man on Earth. I think it's Earth. And you're being attacked on all sides. You're standing on top of a pyramid. It's 2D. And either side of the screen, these mutant freaks attack you. Uh-huh. And uh, you just see how long you can survive for. You've got a gun which you kind of shoot. Uh, you charge up and you lob like big globs out of your bullet. Out of, out of your gun, sorry. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. It's like... There's not much to it, and I do kind of like the idea of it not having any bullshit. It's just a score attack game. Yeah. See how long you can survive. That's it. But it does seem a bit barren. Can you kind of chain up? There's like if you charge your gun up enough, it sort of creates a chain reaction between. You know, if you hit one guy, it might blow up the next guy, and so on and so forth, mm. creating a chain. But yeah, it seems quite barren, and it, but it looks great, and the music's fantastic. It's got a real proper. It sounds like Turrican. Nice. You know, it's got that. <laughs> kind of, so it's kind of almost worth it for the music, mm. but. I did. Say, I wrote this out all this out when before today, and today I have played it three or four times. Uh, each time getting slightly better. Yeah. And um, so I guess it's nice for a couple of wee quick games, you know, throughout the day. So nice wee short. Not say necessarily I can really recommend it. It's not blown me away, but if you like those kind of score attack games, it's got a bit of a retro vibe. Why not? Hey, you grab it. Why not? Uh, I've been playing a a football based game. Gavin. What snore? You'd think so. Good. Well, You'd think so. The game is a Pocket League story. Okay. From uh, Kairosoft. Yes. 
Full big fans of Kairosoft. Uh, game dev story and all these other games that have come out in the past. For some reason, I think it's because of the heat that they got off game dev story. Mm-hmm. They always charge a little bit more, so I think the price yeah. of it's about one forty nine. Okay, around that mark. Uh, you basically have no interest in football, no, or soccer, or any any sport, any sport basically. Uh, but this is the typical kind of Kairosoft game that they've you know sim- similar formula, but at first. Uh, sporting based one shall yeah. we say so you micromanage uh, a team mm-hmm. starting off at the bottom of the leagues working your way up playing through cup matches and working your way through different leagues to become the best in the world the beast I started off with Team Gesh oh nice obviously uh, you kind of buy players you get different uh, research points by playing mm-hmm. matches and you build up your stats that way build up your stadium and you build up the facilities that your team can use at the right. same time uh, it was going really well up until this afternoon where I suffered my first really Humiliating defeat, seven nil against oh. the Pastafarians. No, not the Pastafarians. <laughs> they humped me. Do you have to do things like the tactics for the games? You sort out your formation of your team, right? And uh, you can set it to be offensive, defensive, or kind of balanced, right? Uh, and then mid game, you can change whether you'll play kind of just dribbling or going for longer passes, right, things like okay. that. It's a great wee game. <laughs> it's another great wee match. I can't see game. I was playing. Yes, 2012 quite a bit <laughs> well uh, compared to that because I've never been interested in sporting games but I've always my brothers have always played kind of the football sim games management yep. games and things like that so they're Champ. a bit more uh, champy so uh, this is this is fun it's cool. a good sporting game so it's all about me having fun isn't it I, I was going to maybe send a raven off to Jerry to say to him to see if he can try some of the Kairosoft games that have come out on Android because they release games Separately on each market, right? Okay. So there's a couple on the Android market. So there's like an F1 racing. That that's thing? on iOS. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, that's all right as well. Uh, but there's one that is about a kind of space port. Right. Okay. On Android, which I'm really into. There's one about uh, a cruise ship, mm. which I'm also interested in. There's a, a game. Remember, a, about a year ago, I think now they were talking. There was an iOS game based. It looked like a Star Trek. Yes, style game, and I think that's out in, in like near July. Uh, there was a Kickstarter project yeah. for it, so yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That, that looks very cool. They've both similar, similar vibes, very similar Starfleet looking uniforms yeah. and things like that. Looking yeah, forward to that. Yeah, I saw that as well. Uh, so yeah, what else you got? Uh, I've been playing uh, a game. I'll, I'll leave the bigger, the biggest one because we've both been playing one in particular. Okay, uh, but uh, Beat Sneak Bandit, Beat Sneak Bandit, one ninety nine. Ooh. I know, it's a bit of a jump, but it's been getting such good reviews, and if a game has beat in the title, I'll probably end up buying it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's strange. It took a few weeks for me to buy this. Usually I would have just jumped in. I do love rhythm games, and this has got an art style that I really like, a sort of almost paper craft, very colourful art style to it. Um, it's a puzzle game. You sneak through the 2D levels, you collect clocks, other items, uh, and you have to move on the beat. Mm-hmm. So they'll be like you know this music will be playing and there's a little indicator showing you what the beat is and you just got to move it that's like like that so you move around the level uh, you know and there's like things like spotlights that you have to contend with and you know guards that can turn around and spot you that's quite cool it is really cool and it's a case of planning out your route and making sure that you're always on the beat uh-huh. and uh, yeah it's, I mean it's highly polished dead stylish the music's fantastic and uh, yeah I proclaim this to be my Game of the month. Oh my goodness! My game of phones of the month. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, the other game that we've both been playing, mm-hmm. I'm guessing, because I don't know what one you're talking about specifically, yeah. is Fight Control 
Oh no, I'm talking nope. about something else. But you talk about Flight Control Rocket. Flight Control I, Rocket, I've which you have played as well. Yeah, uh, is the sequel to Flight Control, mm-hmm. which came out big last year. Control. You're a big fan of Flight Control. I have Flight Control on the phone. I have Flight Control on the PS. PSN, yeah. PS3 is my preferred method of flight control using the move. Nice. I'm a big fan of that. You basically have to land... Uh, in the original, you had to land planes on different uh, landing strips, mm-hmm. uh, kind of timing each other. They, they appear randomly at the corners of the screen, and yeah. you've got control how they land without crashing into each other, conflicting with each other. Flight control rocket takes that to a kind of... I'm going to go for it, Gav. Okay, let's we'll see your description. It's a retro bubblegum 60s space look okay yeah I'd say so I yeah. you've, you've, you've knocked that one right in the head yes uh, you <laughs> <laughs> so this time round you're landing uh, spacecraft on a giant carrier yeah at the moment uh, flying through space flying through the deepest darkest space really colourful vibrant mm-hmm. pretty looking game it looks fantastic the music's good on it as well mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot more different types of ship yes compared to the types of craft that you had in the first game so there's ones that'll be a big snaking trail of yep. five or six craft together, mm. ones that will split into two craft, ones that will drop other craft as they approach the landing mm. strip. It's pretty frantic. From yeah, what I've seen. I, mean, I was kind of worried when I started playing it that, I mean, there's three different colours of ship. There's red, yellow and green. Yes. And I was kind of worried that because I was playing it on my phone that the small characters, I wouldn't be able to differentiate mm. so well what each one does because each colour has maybe three or four different types. Yes. But within seconds, bam. It's just so well designed. It's just you know which what that ship does, mm-hmm. you know, and when to deploy it and when to move it and stuff. It's there has game. been a lot of hubbub about how uh, the game's favoured towards people who are willing to invest monetarily. Yeah, into it. It's sixty nine p for the initial investment. It mm-hmm. does have microtransactions in it, mm-hmm. but against all the people that have been saying that the microtransactions are required for the game, they're in no way required for the game. They're not. No, I've not put any money into it other than the 69p yeah. I've managed to acquire those little kind of bots you can buy little robots that either give you more coins or they give you more uh, more points Yeah, I've bought like three or four of those just through earning them in the game old school old school just earning them Yeah, there was yeah. a big piece on Penny Arcade report about it oh it's so it's labelled towards if you, if you spend money you get a bigger score yeah so shouldn't, yeah. shouldn't it be like that <laughs> isn't that yeah. the way you know if, you, if you're willing to pay more money mm-hmm. why shouldn't you get a bigger score yeah and if it's about the score if for you surely the score that you get without any aid or cheating if you want to think of it that way uh-huh. means more absolutely I mean I don't get it it seems to be just be the way people are going with the DLC and then microtransactions these days it just seems to be uh, there's a lot of whinging about how it's unfair mm-hmm. to people who are unwilling to buy it if you're not willing to buy it fine great yeah I'm not willing to buy it I'm in that club mm-hmm but don't mind about it. Yeah, I mean, I think like <laughs> Flight Control Rocket is a fantastic wee game. Mm-hmm. I've played it a lot. I've put a few hours into it. I've not paid any more money than the initial purchase. Yeah. I've had a great time. It's a fun wee game. So Very fun. So what was this other game that we both played? Uh, draw Something. <gasps> but of course. The Sensation. The draw Sensation something. of Draw Something. Everybody's playing Draw Something. Where did Draw Something come from? How long has it been kicking about? Um, I'll, I don't know actually I'd say maybe a couple of months I think it's yeah. taken a while for it to really properly take off because it has just boom exploded yeah um, there was a, blown a, up as Vin Diesel once said yeah um, there is a lot of talk of which we'll get to about the additional costs uh-huh. but yeah it's been pretty much dominating my phone and therefore it's battery yes uh, I've got about 13 games on the go 
I think so. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think I've got about 10 or 11. Um, it's essentially Pictionary, mm-hmm. in which you draw something on your screen and you send it off to a friend. They watch you draw it out in essentially what is real time. Yeah. And uh, they then you, you they then have to guess what the word is. They've got yes. Scrabble-style tiles. Mm-hmm. And they just pick out what the word is. Uh, you're rewarded then with coins, and depending on the complexity of the word you've chosen, you get between one and three coins. And you use those coins to then buy new things like new palette, new palettes of colours mm-hmm. uh, and bombs, which can eliminate letters that would yeah. not be in the word. Yeah, yeah. when it's your turn yeah. to guess, you get rid of some of them. Uh, so yeah, it's free to play, but I bought the full version because I thought I'm getting so much. I also bought the full of this. version of it. Yep. Uh, and you get rid of the ads, etc. But 69p on iOS. It's available for Android as well, mm-hmm. and it's cross compatible between the two platforms. Yep, that's the great thing. I can play this with you know all of my friends. Yeah, yeah. It's it's blending that line between uh, social networking and a game. Yeah, I mean, I think that's it's almost Twitter, but with it, pictures. It puts people off. I think a little how close it is to a social net. People who don't like that kind of thing. Yeah, I think that puts them off sometimes because it is a real insight into some how some people think. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you it's learn a lot of things opener. about your pals. <laughs> Specific folk, it's an eye-opener. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my God, really? But other people, it's just like, you know, you'd pick a word and you think, oh, I would never have thought about yeah. showing, you know, stadium. Mm-hmm. Some people just draw a stadium, other people draw something wild, and you're like, what were they thinking? <laughs> I like it though as well, because uh, I would probably never play it with just a random person. Mm. I, I, I am up. playing it with one random who ad- added me. Uh-huh. So I've been playing it back, but they've stopped playing because they're rubbish. Tell they us. didn't guess Lil Wayne. Useless. I know. I mean, that's. Uh, uh, I'll finish my first point. Uh, playing it with your pals is good because mm-hmm. uh, in jokes get involved in it and yep. uh, daft things that were said four years ago get yeah. involved in some things. But it's nice to see that it's not just dog, cat, tree. It is yep. kind of pop culture stuff. It is yeah, that's really movies, cool. artists, things like mm-hmm. that. There's a lot to it, and the updates that they're bringing to it, because they have really just exploded over the last week yep. or so. Well, it's uh, all the things that we've talked about ourselves that we'd like to see in the game. Yeah. That are the, and the new updates. Yeah. Being able to undo. Yeah. Um, loads of different wee things, and I thought, that sounds really good. So I'm looking forward to seeing how these... Absolutely. They were bought over by Zynga. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, Almost uh, the day after it blew up, yep. Zynga just went, right, we'll have you. We'll have you, exactly. Aye. Um, I think the game, though, do you not find it could do with a few more words? Do you not find yourself suddenly going, like, instantly knowing what something is just by looking at the letters? Yes. The second somebody draws, like, a, a circle, you're like, it's skull. It's, <laughs> it's Golden Gate Bridge. You do get a lot of repetition, not necessarily between the, the same person that you're playing, yeah. but you'll get it with different games yeah. against different people. So you'll get watermelon. Yes. That's ah. definitely watermelon straight off. They've only used, like, the red. Mm-hmm. You know, but well, um, I mean, it was developed by a small studio. Yeah, it's forgivable, for sure. Be, and maybe Zynga says stop adding stuff to it till we make a one yeah. it's under our banner completely it makes you look smart as shit as well ah. somebody just draws a line and you're like ah it's more uh, about uh, yes no a, a good fun game and a, a, a good use of the iOS uh, phones it's yeah, a I good mean, phone game it's a fantastic because it's communication game. as well well that, the other thing that people are annoyed about now is the fact that again the microtransactions uh-huh. and being able to un- to unlock, you use the coins to unlock uh, colours, but you can also just buy them, buy coins to get them. Yeah. And I mean, it is a lot. It's like 259, I think, coins to unlock a, p- a colour pack. Yeah, yeah. But I've earned that a few times. I've it's got three or four packs. unachievable. You know, especially if you've got 13-odd games in the go, uh, and it's easy to do. It sounds a lot, but it's not. You just 
play it as and when you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that it's turn-based means you know you can just do it whenever. You can walk away from it and come and do them all in a one and then yeah. that's you for the night. Yeah. yeah. So, so people are really moaning again. You're like, well, no one's forcing you to do this shit. No. You can't have everything at once. Yeah. And it's like, or rather, you can, mm-hmm. but you have to pay for it. Yeah, the people, these people, oh, oh man, they pay for it, and that means that they get all the colours. Aye, that's how yeah, it works. They do. And do you know what? The people that will pay for it and get all the colours probably won't use them. Yeah, that's it. I've got, I've managed to pick three packs which have all the colours I think I'll ever need. Yeah, great. Uh, uh, microtransactions, uh, I think, draw a line mm. in the sand. You're either on one side or another, and as long as you've always got the option to get exactly the same stuff through hard work hard work through playing it yeah. as you are through buying it then that's absolutely fine yeah that's absolutely fine odd odd people out there eh strangers weird strangers strangers in paradise uh, oh I've got one more okay the Mass Effect data pad app yes yes that came out uh, the Mass Effect data pad app it does have most of the uh, kind of text and stuff that you get in the game when you you know information on different races yeah. and the backstory and everything like that and but it does tie in how you're playing the game okay. at the same time so throughout Mass Effect 3 you're obviously gathering this force to, to defeat the yeah. collectors that were coming at you in Mass Effect 2 mm-hmm. uh, so you're readying basically the alliance to take on yeah. the enemy uh, and in the main game you get a big galactic map mm-hmm. and it will show your galactic readiness right okay uh, and playing the Mass Effect data pad app, there's a wee game in that where you can kind of select areas, basically shoot a ship off to that area, okay. and then it'll be like, this mission will take three hours. Right. You come back in three hours, it'll say you've earned this many rewards and your galactic readiness has gone up by 5%. Oh, that's cool. So, Something I mean, like that. is it, and that's in real time? Yeah. So that's actually actually come back in three hours? Yes. Oh, that's quite cool. Yes. It's not anything major, mm. but it's a nice wee touch. Mm. And it's playing off the idea that these are futuristic devices, mm-hmm. and you're playing a game... That is based in a futuristic thing. Yeah. It's a nor form of input. They have their data pads. You have your iPad. You have your phone. Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. That's but cool. It's a nice wee tie-in. Oh, I'm glad you like it, mate. Nice wee tie-in. It was free. Oh yeah. As well. And uh, I think it was free. Yeah, I think it was free. Uh, yeah. Well, there we go. A EA, EA are trying hard to tie shit together. EA are trying hard. I mean, Flight Control Rocket is. It's also from, from EA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but. Dead Space had uh, the app which also fed mm-hmm. in it. And yep. They're trying stuff, which is cool. It's so weird, isn't it, to think like a couple of years ago they were the devil. Yeah. I mean, I some know. people still think of them that way. Yeah, they were um, not paying their workers and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, they keeping... really were the most vilified group. Mm-hmm. And now I'd say maybe like, I don't know, like fucking Activision or something stupid like that. <laughs> Look, we've all had fun today on the wall. It's always a laugh in the Thanks wall. again to Jerry for providing us with a, yep. an amazing Android review. Thank you to He's a good man. Jerry. Let's head back through the portal, mm-hmm. pass the torch through the portal to yeah. original Earth One, Phil and Gav. Thanks very much for joining us on Game of Phones. Well, wasn't that an absolute peach of a Game of Phones? Let me just take it off you there. Thank you, son. Oh, is that a torch through? That's a torch back. Oh, thank goodness. Whew. Worried about that. I can Every see. time it goes through, I'm shaking my pants. I know. I want that torch back. <laughs> so we've reached the end, the conclusion of another amazing guest cast. It looks like we have. I, I almost feel like we're missing something out. I know that sounds like I'm setting something up, but it's not. I do feel genuinely like because we don't something. have a contest this month. You think that's what it is? Aye, aye. aye. We, don't Maybe. Have, we don't have a contest Thanks. to worry about whether or not it'll work. Aye. Oh, thank God for that, man. Honestly, I don't know if I want to do another uh, competition. It's a lot of administration into it. 
Yeah, it's, it's, even that, it's, when you think about it, it's not really. We didn't really do much. I know, but, but I there's a lot it. of upkeep and telling folk about it. and It's not just that as well. I got really worried the last time round because I was worried, oh, what if all those codes have expired? Yeah. Or we didn't specify the fact it was just for the UK yeah, system and, and things like that. As well, so. so, I mean, we can do them again, but I think it's a matter of we have to prepare a little bit more. Yes, and it's yeah. not like... I mean, we were excited about the opportunity to mm-hmm. be able to give stuff away and thanks to OnLive and to, yeah, and to uh, Insert Coin for, for, for giving us the stuff to give away. Uh, but we just need to be a bit more succinct well, I, in what we're doing. I don't think anyone really is pro- expecting a professional product from us. No, no, so, no, um, no, it's understandable But at the same time, but we need for to professional, Yeah, for professional pers- stuff. To, to, for me, to feel like I'm making some sort of difference. Yeah, exactly. But anyway... Folks, thank you for downloading Geshcast Gaming Podcast episode 30. Exactly. I can't believe episode 30. Three old episodes, man. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> I know, if you have. And um, remember to follow us on Twitter at Geshcast. Uh-huh. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Leave a review. Uh-huh. Somebody do it. For God, somebody do it. Somebody do it, please. Uh-huh. For, for my sanity. What's the, what's the problem? We're going to change the email address. Yes, we are. We're going to change the email address. Now, you should still be able to get through to us, gesh at geshcast.com. But don't. But don't we're going to be changing it up to team gesh at geshcast.com yep that's going to come through and we're both going to receive that so yes team gesh at geshcast.com any information you want to send to us suggestions suggestions free stuff free stuff feel free uh so yeah let us know buddy yeah take care of each other yep viva la raza and bye bye what a dynamite ending